Patrick Kane's debut. They fall to the Ottawa Senators by a score of 5-3. to three. The Rangers did have the lead going to the third, but they would lose this game. And look, they're in a tough situation right now as they are playing a few men short. And they desperately need Lindgren and or Miller to return to the lineup. To make matters worse, Tyler Mott left the game due to a likely concussion. And look, Tyler Mott is very injury prone. And this isn't a knock on him. Look, it was a dirty hit by Austin Watson. But like we see Tyler Mott, it's just a, it always feels like it's a matter of time before he's going to be hurt. And it doesn't help that he has a concussion history. So that hurts. All this to say that the NHL did not allow the Rangers an emergency call-up. And, you know, that's unfortunate. And I, you know, to me, they, they should have. I, I kind of understand what they're saying in that the Rangers like, chose to trade for Patrick Kane when they theoretically had the, the available space. But, like, look, like you can't fault them for trying to make their team better. Like, it's just, it's a bit strange, but... It is what it is, and chances are they may have to deal with it for one more game because then after that, like at the very least, Kendrick Miller will return from his suspension. So I think the Boston game that could be ugly for a number of reasons on Saturday. Uh, matinee game at Boston, and that one I think will be difficult. And I think there's a good chance the Rangers are going to going to be playing short on some level. But here's the problem: the Rangers right now. Like, really, on the defensive side is the main thing. The defensemen are playing way more than they should be. Way, way more than they should be. This is the second game of a back-to-back. The Rangers have been playing a good amount of hockey lately. And that's why, again, I say Saturday. That's a pretty quick turnaround as well. So, expectations are low for that one. But the fact of the matter is, you know, each and every one of these five defensemen are playing more than they should. Right? Adam Fox... Is playing almost 30 minutes like he just shouldn't be playing that much. Jacob Truba playing over 26 minutes, way more than he should be playing. Nico Mikola playing almost 19 minutes, way more than he should be playing. Braden Schneider over 18 minutes, way more. And then Ben Harper, 14-30, he shouldn't even really be in the lineup ideally. Honestly, he shouldn't. He should be at best a seventh defenseman, really to me an eighth defenseman. So, so that is a big thing here. The good news is, is that they will be able to have a full roster at some point. But look, if injuries occur, which they probably will, that becomes a problem. Now, at that point, I think, though, the emergency recalls will be allowed, right? I don't think this is like a a full-on season thing. I think this is a temporary thing. And I think once Lindgren and or Miller return, then I I think that this situation will, will resolve itself. But here's the other thing, too. Ottawa, let's talk about Ottawa real quick. And, and there was a lot of excitement going into this game. Ottawa, they're playing really well lately. Really well. And they are in the playoff mix. They're 31-26-4. They have a chance. They really do. And Derek Brassard ends up being the, the story. Not Patrick Kane. Derek Brassard in his 1,000th NHL game, and ironically at Madison Square Garden, where Brassard, you know, if you look back at Brassard's career, his best play was with the Rangers. He was on Columbus the longest, and first. He was drafted by Columbus, but with the Rangers, a lot of playoff success. He was good as a Ranger, and like I said, he 
you know, he was the reason why the Rangers were able to get Mika Zibanejad. So, but Broussard scores two goals tonight, including the game-tying goal early in the third. A lot of former Rangers on Ottawa, and that doesn't even include, well, never mind. I'm going to take back what I was going to say because Mott for, for Gauthier is basically a swap. But you have Gauthier, who returned to the guard, really didn't make any impact. Only played six minutes and 12 seconds. So, yeah, Gauthier really, you know, I, I think the fact that Austin Watson got a game misconduct hurt. They, Ottawa basically rolled three lines is what happened. So, yeah, Gauthier, Cam Talbot in net for Ottawa. And also Nick Holden. So, you know, a random crew of former Rangers. But in the net was Yaro Halak. And for Halak, I thought he was good, you know, early. But as the game went on, not as good. And for Halak, you know, he's starting to um, play a little bit worse. But look, he was playing way over his head. This is not unexpected. But Halak, you know, look, he's, he is a backup goalie. He is a backup goal at the stage of his career. No more, no more, no less. And, you know, the Rangers, it's, it, what sucks is that they were leading going into the third. And they come out of it with no points. But they deserve, they look, they deserve to lose. They flat out deserve to lose. Another thing that comes to mind before we get into the play-by-play of the game is, I, I don't understand for the life of me, with 2.51 left, why Gerard Gallant is pulling the goalie down one. It's just at least wait until you maybe win the faceoff, right? Have Halak halfway. Like, you got to make sure you gain possession. So that, that to me is just straight up ridiculous. To do it that early, I'm sorry. It just doesn't make any sense. Again, at least wait until you have puck possession. You know? So just you're giving yourself no chance at, at that. Like, you're hurting your chances drastically. And so Ottawa then, of course, gets an easy empty net goal. But let's start from the top. Patrick Kane, of course, makes his Ranger debut. And, you know, look, it's going to take some time, as it did with Tarasenko, who now, Vlad Tarasenko, honestly, looks like one of the best Rangers. Another really good game for him. And, you know, look, it's going to take some time for Kane. I don't, I know the lines that we see now. And let's uh, take the Mott injury situation and let's throw that aside for a second. Let's just assume... For now, which, look, it may not be the case, but for now, that Goodrow and VZ are kind of your extra... They're, they're on your fourth line, and you're just sticking with the top three lines. This is what I think right now. This is what I think I would go with. And I do think that over the last 20 games or so, they will be mixing things up. This is not going to be what you... St- look, it just, it's just not the way that it usually works, for better or worse. So, right now, you have, of course, Panarin with... Uh, with Trocek and Kane, Kreider's advantage at Tarasenko and the kid line. What I think I would do is I would go to Kreider's advantage at Kako, which has had success before. I would go with Panarin, Trocek, Tarasenko. That line, to me, was performing pretty well. And they broke that up recently. And then I might try Lafreniere, Heedle, Kane and, and see what that can do. And But look, I don't... It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. In all likelihood, what could maybe happen is you just flip Kane and Tarasenko. That's the one thing that maybe could happen. But it's unlikely. But I think that could give you an interesting mix. And, I, you know, that's that's kind of what I'm sticking to. Because here's the thing. The kid line, it, it, has, it has dropped off again. 
It has, it, I mean, it, I should say again, it has dropped off. And, you know, when they, like, the results really plummet for them. They're, they're very, the kid line, they're very streaky statistically, especially. They really are. And, like, for all the goals, and for me, Heedle is the one out of the three that I definitely still believe he's the most active, the most noticeable. But look, Heedle, I think it's now maybe been like 11 games since he scored a goal. So for all the goals he had, he's making up for it. He's not scoring at all now, unfortunately. And, you know, look, like Lafreniere and Kako, more so Lafreniere, but both of them. It's just, you know, like not playing great lately. And so, yeah, so I, I, I do think that it might make sense to break that up. That's what I would do, and I do think, like I said, eventually some changes will be made. And even with those changes, you still might go back to these lines that you have now. But I think it's worth at least giving it a shot. So to start it out, just a, a terrible wrong call by the uh, by the officials, where um, Jimmy Vesey's called for high sticking Derek Broussard. In actuality, it was Austin Watson. It was friendly fire, but they get the, the call wrong. But Karma works in the Rangers' advantage as they score a shorthanded goal. It's Chris Kreider. Really nice backhand move uh, on the breakaway against his former teammate Cam Talbot. It's Kreider's 27th goal of the season from Fox and Zibanejad. And the Rangers take a one nothing lead. And I thought the Rangers played a pretty good first, but here was the big issue. And I haven't brought up yet. The power play. And I'll give it a little... I'll be gentle with it only because, you know... Again, acclimating Kane to the power play, but the power play was shit. And I just think, on the whole, the season, the power play has been disappointing. And so what happens is, like I said, my dirty, dirty hit by Austin Watson. High and just and vicious as far as I'm concerned. And Watson is given a game misconduct five-minute major, and the Rangers don't do anything on that five-minute power play. And so... As we expected, Kane takes Tarasenko's spot in the first unit, and the person that falls off the second unit, for the most part, is Lafreniere, although later on it was Kako, but it seems like Lafreniere is the one that's off. The, and look, it's not surprising. You're going to have one defenseman on there, and it was Truba, which, again, I'm not going to complain about that because Keandre Miller's out of the lineup, but that's what that's what it's going to be. That second unit's going to be Trocek, Tarasenko, Heedle, and then one of Kako or Lafreniere. And it seemed like Kako kind of had the edge. But the Rangers' power play is completely unsuccessful. And it was all night. And that's a huge reason why they lost. The power play being as bad as it was. And look, it's good. I know it's going to take some time, but you got to be open to, again, for me, what I come out of this with is you got to be open to different combinations. Power play as well. I understand that this is what it's going to be. And the power play, I know, this power play one unit, that one I don't think is going to be moved. Whereas the even strength lines will be. But at 19-26, too many men uh, penalty against Ottawa. Again, Rangers power play does nothing. And so it's one nothing going into the second. And I thought the Rangers first period, good enough. Good enough for sure. Second period. Second period, Rangers get another power play. Tarasenko is slashed by Jacob Trickren, who made his Ottawa debut and he actually uh, was injured at one point, but he returned. He was all right. But Ch Chicken with a penalty, Rangers power play, doesn't get it done. Then Braden Schneider hooks uh, Brady Kachuk at 533. Rangers do a good job in killing that off. So the, give the penalty killer, you know, give them some props. And, of course, you get that Kreider stranded goal earlier. But then Ottawa scores a couple of goals. And Ottawa, the goals they had were in spurts. 
So here it's Shane Pinto scoring his 16th goal of the season from Debrinkat and Batherson. And then 21 seconds later, it's Derek Broussard on a deflection. Scores his 10th goal of the season for Matthew Joseph and, and Gambrell. And so Broussard, you know, and, and they, they gave him a little, um, they, they, they honored him. I think there was something up on the scoreboard, you know, congratulating Broussard on his 1,000th NHL game. And, you know, of course, Broussard is really, again, the, the star of this game. It was a deflection goal. I think it actually might have deflected off of Fox and then off of Broussard and in. So it's 2-1 Ottawa there. And, but then the Rangers respond quickly. And it's Jacob Truba scoring his fifth goal of the season from Panarin and Trocek. So Panarin sets up Truba. I wasn't sure if maybe it went off Trocek in front, at, but the goal was given to Truba. Tro, Trocek still gets an assist. And so the Rangers tied up at two right there. And then the Rangers take the lead. Vlad Tarasenko uh, on just a beautiful, beautiful goal. Uh, the Forsberg move against Cam Talbot. And, and so it was a great pass by Zibanejad. Tarasenko from Zibanejad and Harper. Giving the Rangers a 3-2 lead. And we have seen that before. In 2014, Tarasenko did that against Cam Talbot, ironically enough, as a member of the St. Louis Blues, Tarasenko. And so he does it here for the Rangers. And again, Tarasenko is really looking good. He's shooting the puck. And I think the good thing about Kane coming into the fold is I think it takes a lot of the pressure off of Tarasenko. And look, all along, I was very excited about the, the prospect of, of acquiring Tarasenko. Whereas with Kane, for me, there's a, there's a bit of skepticism in terms of, especially with Panarin, this sort of Harlem Globetrotter way of going about things. They, they need to play a smarter game and not try to play hero ball, if you will. And that, that does concern me. Whereas Tarasenko, it's more of a shoot for... When he's right, it's a shoot-first mentality, and, and that's been apparent. So Tarasenko scores, gives the Rangers a 3-2 lead, but the Rangers have a power play opportunity right after that as uh, Zub interferes with Trocek, but they don't score. Again, that power play killed the Rangers tonight. Mikola then interferes with Jake Batherson in 1916. Look, Mikola is a penalty machine. Absolute penalty machine. But the Rangers penalty kill kills that one off. But then, soon thereafter, Derek Broussard scores his second goal of the game, his 11th goal of the season from Claude Giroux. And it so we're tied up at three. And this was a play where Halak, uh, you know, not a great job uh, of handling the puck by Halak. And Harper was kind of... You know, Harper doesn't really do a great job on it. And Broussard, you know, makes a nice little play in front of the net. And, you know, look, Halak, I felt like, kind of got worse as the game went on. They tied up. And then they take the lead. It's Claude Giroux, who's really had a resurgence. I mean, he's been really good with Ottawa, you know, after. You know, look, with Philly, things were not looking so good towards the end. But Giroux scores his 26th goal of the season from Hamannick and Kachuk. And this was like an easy rebound goal. Soft coverage in front. I believe it was Truba and Fox that were on at the time. And again, like these defensemen, it's just been tough. I thought Brandon Schneider had a tough game. It, this was a tall task, which is why what they did versus the Kings the other day was really brilliant with just four defensemen. That was just an amazing job, but you can continue to do that. And again, they played last night. And that's why I think Saturday, if it continues, which I, I fear it might, it's going to be tough. And, and why should they play? Honestly, 
why should they play Lingren? You don't play until next Thursday after that. So look, if they're not going to be allowed an emergency recall, I very much expect to see five defensemen. And that's against Boston, that's going to be a problem. Now, Ottawa made it 5-3. It would have been a goal by Kachuk, but they ruled it was offside. And that was a big moment. Good challenge by the Rangers. And I thought, all right, that could give them some momentum. It didn't really and so we move along, and the Rangers got a little bit better as the third period progressed. But, I mean, Ottawa, it was Ottawa's period. That Ottawa absolutely was the better team in the third period, and they deserved it. And this is now the second time where the Rangers, you know, couldn't hold on to leads versus Ottawa at home. The other game, earlier in the season, the Rangers did get a point. That was one in which Ottawa tied it up late. This one was a little bit different. But, and then I go back to Gallant pulling the goalie way, way, way too soon. And it leads to an empty net goal by Tim Stutzla, his 29th goal of the season from Kachuk and Giroux. And let's be honest, uh, Tim Stutzla looks a lot better than Alexi, than Alexi Lafreniere. Stutzla was the third pick of that draft. Lafreniere, of course, number one. Stutzla looks pretty damn impressive. And this Ottawa team, future's bright. I, I, I'm very impressed by the Ottawa Senators. I definitely, you look at this roster, and you know, look, there, there's definite, you know, the goaltending. It is definitely not a strong suit for them right now, but they're building something. They really are. And so, you know, don't be surprised by what, you know, kind of sticks around in this playoff race in the Eastern Conference. So the Rangers losing Patrick Kane's debut. You know, this is no skies falling situation at all. It's not. This is going to take some time to to figure out and get going. It would have been nice to, to have won his debut, but it didn't happen. And so now the Rangers go to Boston to take on the Bruins, who are coming off of a 7-1 win versus Buffalo. Brad Marchand did leave the game with an injury, so we'll keep an eye on that. Even, But let's say he's out even still. I, I just think it'll be difficult. And then the Rangers don't play until next Thursday at Montreal. So this Boston game will be the last game they play before, you know, about four or five days off. So we'll see what happens. Again, expectations aren't high, but here's the thing. Like I've said, in terms of where they're at standings-wise, it kind of just is what it is at this point. We kind of know where they're going to be. It's a matter of who they're going to play. Carolina Hurricanes or the New Jersey Devils. Likely New York, It's likely New Jersey, but look, they're making a push to catch Carolina. So that, honestly, as far as I'm concerned, that could go either way. And, and that will be something that I'm going to bring up a lot if that race remains close. What is better? And for a while, again, it looked like New Jersey. Okay, that's the better matchup. Now I'm not as sure. Carolina might be the better matchup. But again, we have plenty of time to talk about that. The Rangers lose to the Ottawa Senators in Patrick Kane's debut as a New York Rangers.